Hi, everybody. She's already started. This is happens with comedians is they can't shut up. <laughs> they, they, it's unbelievable. I've never gotten an intro in yet. I will try an intro. I don't like to do the intro. Who hey, you've seen him on this and her on this. I don't like to do that. I do like to introduce the show to say what we're about. We are about shifting the world. We're trying to get to a better place. We don't, we're sick of, we got to turn our way away from the news, away from the bad stuff, away from the fear, all that stuff that they're programming us with. Let's reprogram ourselves with levity and laughter. And what better person to do that? Reason I don't do a big intro is because I'm in a hurry. She's got to get out of here. She's got places to do and wine to drink. Heather McDonald, I am so excited to have you here. I've done your podcast, and I've been waiting to have you on mine. I have to go through your husband, though, which is a nightmare. So. No, it's not a nightmare. <laughs> Thank you for having me. This is great. I, Beautiful I, setup. I'm just happy to have you live. I watch you on Instagram all the time, which I have to tell you is a little uncomfortable. I'm friends with your husband, and you do this sexy shit all the no, time. I don't. <laughs> what do you mean you don't? I've you know that you do. Your poses oh, are ridiculous. Once in a while, like once in a while, it's every bikini. time. Oh come on! It's a lot of comedy and a lot of promotion. No, I'm, I'm you know, it is fun. It's a good. I work on the Instagram a lot. Your buddy, I'm content. buddies with your husband though. Okay, good. That's, that's hard to do. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. You know, he's like so, the most non-jealous person on earth. Like <laughs> seriously, I you can find someone less jealous than Peter. Let me know him. My wife. My care. wife. Maybe it's insulting so. how. Maybe so. It's insulting how. We should get them together, and yeah. actually they should talk about how they are not jealous of us. Yes, no, not at I, all. I can make out in front of her, absolutely no problem. She would, she would go, who's that? You know, can I hang with her? Does she do yoga? I mean, that's how, that's how bad it is with our lack of jealousy. But I didn't realize that he wasn't jealous. Actually, he's, he's so chill. Yeah. We're not here to talk about your no, your, your husband Peter. Who cares about Peter? But I mean I'm I'm like looking at you on Instagram going, Jesus Christ, these these poses that you have. I think you're am I correct in assuming this? Are you kind of like playing up models and modeling? Like you're almost like lampooning models? Is I mean, that part of it? No, but like you know, hey. No, I will sometimes joke like this took, you know, sometimes I'll show the video of how long it took to get the good pose because, you know, I'm in that Instagram world and I, you know, and I follow Instagram, you know, influencers and things like that. But so, yeah, as a comedian, I think I'm kind of in a unique space. I don't think there's anyone really like me that kind of like straddles the world of like Real Housewives and reality TV, being glamorous and not, you know, and not pretending that I'm not. And then... You know, and then also being funny. So most, you know, I don't know if there's another female comic that really does what I do. There's a lot of other people that, um, you know, interview the kind of people I do and follow the kind mm -hmm. of uh, topics that I do on Juicy Not Street, your take, though. But they're not comedians. No. Right. So it's like, yeah, I just, when I started uh, doing Juicy Scoop, I just wanted to do a show that was just always interesting to me because um, coming off of Chelsea Lately, which was a late night talk show, it did always have to be funny. And the topics always had to be funny. So sometimes I'd put out a topic and I'd be like, ooh, we can't really make that funny, but it's so juicy. But now so you can then, relax into yeah, yourself. I, You're basically being yourself. Yeah. And I've said this for a while. Comedians, this is not a brag, are the greatest artists in the world because we have nothing except for us. Exactly. We don't have props. We don't have... Makeup people necessarily. You probably have a staff of makeup. No, I don't. People. I do my own. I'm, hair I'm kidding. No, but I'm really, a comedian. No, but I do. I mean, most people are like sort of surprised by that. But no, I can do that, and that's one of the things that 
now, especially with a lot of people getting into podcasting, yeah. a lot of people doing these live like podcast shows, which are sort of like a talk show variety show on stage, and they're going on tour, and I think that's great for them. But what I was like, wait a minute, you know, there's so few of us that can actually just go on stage and be a stand-up. It's like the the such a small percentage of entertainers can do that. So, and what's great about it, and why we don't ever want to give up that craft, even when some of even if you get a TV show or you get something, you want to keep doing it because it is the one thing that one thing that you could always do, and you only have yourself. You only yeah. have to. You could just all you need is just an, your clothes for the night. The mic is provided. Right. You don't need to bring a band. You don't need right. To bring, There's no roadies. Yes, you don't need to bring all yeah. this extra stuff. And so, but you're saying you got to st- work that muscle, even if you have a sitcom. You yes. still got to go back because and do the rooms go- and work that muscle because that's a, that's something that will atrophy over time. Yeah, which it did during COVID. I don't know how much you performed, but you know the first I, few I times really, out of COVID were no, you know. Yeah. I did one yeah. show last October at Tempe, and then three different weekends in Texas in between February. You did and March. the Tempe Improv. Yes. Were they the glass between the tables? It was so weird. I don't what? know. I didn't really mind it because. <laughs> It was Everybody like... Everybody was like a bank it was, teller. It was half full. Yeah. But the way they did it, it was still spread out. So uh, yeah. it's still, as you're standing there, it looked full. It did, yeah. And it was just like, that was the first show I'd done in like whatever, seven months. And it was kind of freeing just to... Because you you know, you know had to throw away your old routine because it was like you hadn't done it in so long and you wanted to talk about what's going on now. So I found it to be like a little more freeing and improvisational and fun and so then, you weren't scared and you you didn't feel like you're putting out the rust. You were no, going, I mean, no, this feels wonderful. The first time, but then like the next show was great and I just had a blast. And then I was really had a lot of fun doing the Texas shows. And, and now I've got a bunch of shows starting up um, this fall in August with uh, San Francisco, finally going to my Cobb's date, which was literally like canceled, like three days before the massive shutdown. Wow. And then it was like, now you're trying to have it again. And now it's finally at Cobb's, um, August 6th once you once you get that first laugh though I have I have a th- yeah theory or maybe I, you might agree with this I think people that the laughs are deeper right now and they're a little more like forgiving if you're trying new material because yeah, they, they they're, they're rooting they for yeah. us now where they sometimes will root against us yeah of course your fans never would but yeah. you know what I'm saying it's like I think there's a like I bring notes on stage yeah they, they're not I offended and, and yeah like just like a, a little outline like a two yeah, yeah. yeah yeah just because it's like yeah some reminders it, in case you forget yeah because you're not you don't have that fine-tuned like hour that you've been doing for six months that you're getting ready to like film or something but right. that's also kind of more fun because yeah. i'm like and it used to be like oh my god i forgot to do that joke and i'd be so mad at myself and now i'm kind of <laughs> like whatever the show is great like yeah. I, there's things that you change and everybody's changed because of covid yeah and i and for me it's like i'm a little less harsh on myself in right. that way. And I'm well, just we're like, all kind of free fun. now. We're, yeah. we're, we're literally free to, we're out, outdoors and outside and going inside. It's a whole, everything changed. And the one thing about COVID, as comedians, we look for commonalities. Mm-hmm. It's the only time in history mm-hmm. you could ever have one commonality that everyone experienced it. Think about that. Yeah. Like, no, every, you know, if you go, men do this, women do that. No, not necessarily. Yeah. Now, in this case, everyone was quarantined. Right. Everyone went through this. Everyone went through some difficulties, and right? So that space is a different space than it's ever happened in history when yeah. you think about it. No, I know. And it's, it's, and 
that was also something very interesting about being, um, whether you're an actor or a comedian, a, mus a musician, is, you know, when you're not working or when you're choosing to take time off, you still can like look at your phone and uh, maybe I had a weekend at home and I'm having a nice weekend and I look at my phone and I see my friend getting on stage and the whole crowd going crazy, you know, like cheering. And I'm like, mm. you know, like I'm happy for her. I had a nice weekend, but like there's a little of that FOMO, a little bit of like competitive jealousy. Wow. And when you were just, nobody could go perform. It was like amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I I kind of needed that break, and I was like, okay, you know, it, no it was, problem. Yeah. I'll wait till they tell me I can go. I didn't do the. Oh, you weren't like really I longing. Was, no, you were no, just enjoying yourself. No, no. doing I'm your not, poses. There's certain comedians <laughs> that it's almost like yeah. an addiction or something. Yeah. Where they have to get on stage. The crack, and they're just yeah. like beasts about being right. on stage. I don't feel like that because doing my show, I do it three times a week. So I'm working the creative muscle. And getting in front of people is just like the most fun part of it, but I don't feel like I need it like for my ego or anything. And so, yeah, I didn't do like the drive-in shows. I didn't no, do the either, Zoom no. shows. Yeah. And I know those were like really profitable for people. And I'm Not like, really. good for you, but I, no. I just. They weren't. I didn't want to do no, it. No, no, it's good you didn't do it. No, I would never do a drive-in show when uh, it, hecklers are enough, let alone behind the wheel of a car where they can honk their heckle. No. Well, I thought the honk Bennett was good. It doesn't matter. Oh. Either way, how are you supposed to discern? That was a good honk. <laughs> you I don't know, know if that was an approval honk or get off the stage. I think Bonnie McFarlane was part of um, some film that they kind of followed, the drive-in movie, th the drive-in comedy, like, documentary. And I don't, I don't know if it's, like, a YouTube doc or, like, what level it was. I just saw her posting about it, and I was like, did I miss out on like a little moment of history? Like, should I have done this as just like, oh. I could tell my grandkids, like I had to do a show and a drive it. Like, mm. but then I'm like, no, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you dropped the FOMO and yeah. got in the pool with a glass of wine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Someone told me that you were a part of a show, a part of a show where you did it from your pool. And they were, I think it might have been Chris Titus or... You, that wasn't me. No, no, it, you were, because this is a big fan of yours. My friend Jen, who's I know watching this. I mean, I do Instagram lives and stuff, now, but Did you I do did one not... where you on remote from a pool with maybe Fortune Feimster? Or Fe no, Feimster? Um, no. Uh, no, it was definitely you. Okay, well... But did maybe... you ever do anything from a pool? I could have done like a quick video. Yes. And maybe they plopped in something. That's what I mean. Okay, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. But I wasn't like doing a stand up act. No. No, 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 no. Yeah, and yeah. that's not what they were saying. Okay, they were yeah. saying you were interjected into this oh, show so. that was live, okay. but they brought you in on video. Oh, yes, yes. You I remember did what I'm that. talking yes, about? Yes, I did it. It was for Fortune's show. It was yes, Fortune. It was Fortune and she had Chris Frangiola on. Yeah. Oh. It was, a, it was like a Zoom show. Yeah. By the way, my new buddy. I love that guy. I know. I, I didn't know Chris before. All these years, I never knew him. Now he's my, you know, I, 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 I got a poaching? bromance. Are you friend poaching? Well, let's get into that. Yes. <laughs> when you arrived today, I was going, who's going to be the guest before her? I got to get them out of here quick because you're a friend poacher. No, but I already know him. What's yeah, that? I already know I know, him. I know. Yeah. yeah. But you could still reacquaint yourself and go because anyway, 
Tell people what friend poaching is. Did we come up with this I together? I came up with it. I've been saying it for like three or four years. Oh, be, okay. oh, this is before you poached my friends. You had already well, been saying know, like, it. Because we talked about it on your podcast. I just remember one time someone saying, you're trying to poach my writers. Um, <laughs> like someone trying to steal writers yeah, from the show. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I got the idea. And then I just, you know, it was just happening a lot with me in Hollywood where like, I would meet somebody and invite them over for dinner. And then I'd invite this other friend of mine who is my best friend. Like, I adore her, okay? She's a good friend of mine. And um, and this other girl. And then, like, all of a sudden, I'd go on Instagram and see that they all went out to dinner. And oh. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I'm in town. I'm squatting at home. And now, I so I think there's rules to friend poaching. Okay, so you have okay. a dinner party. I want to hear these rules because Chris Spencer and I totally disagree on this. Okay, this is you're the, on my side this on this. Is what okay, I think. you get invited to a dinner party yeah. or a party. Okay, and someone goes, "Oh, you know, Craig, you should meet uh, Joe. Joe, Craig, you guys yeah. will, you know, he does this, you do that." And you go, "Oh, you start talking, okay, and then you exchange numbers, and then you say, "Hey, I'm having a dinner party on Friday." Okay, that's fine that you invite Joe and his wife, but at least invite Peter, my husband, and I yeah. as well for the first go at it. Okay, that's a rule. Okay, okay I, I like that's that rule. A rule. And then if afterwards, just the four of you get together or whatever, you kind of still reach out. You kind of, I think some people, when they're poaching, they look at my schedule and they decide <laughs> to have the dinner party when I'm in Boston. Because I swear to God that happened with Nikki Six. It absolutely. You is. think it's that? You you think it's that yes. devious? Yes, it was like wow, years ago. that's I heavy. To say that I'm I'm not I'm over it. And I've matured during COVID and age, but um, I don't think I've matured that much. Are, are there are there different categories when it's a celebrity friend poach? Oh, it's way more no celebrity or super rich. Super rich or, or celebrity, celebrity friend that, poach. Well, that's who you want to poach. People are like, oh my God, I'm dying I love she's to hang out with your post office guy. Like he is the best. I'm taking him to Cabo. No, it's not It's that. so bad with us now. And I talk to Peter, he'll say, oh, I knew him before you. I know him before you introduce us. That's oh, what he so said. Now, so, yeah, so, so now we have to qualify. Yes, exactly. Yes, we're all the about date it. that we met yes. and how we met that it wasn't from you. And then there's nothing better than when you have a friend that you believe is like a really bad friend poacher, and then they call you and tell you a story of where they're annoyed that someone poached someone of theirs. Yeah, and I'm get, like, hi, hypocrite. Yeah, hello, karma. Do I need to bring up these four occasions that happen? Like, But now I am officially finally over it. I, I think maybe not. No, I'm not. I ha I have this guy. It's a repeat from Chris Spencer, but there's a guy I took to this golf hang. I've taken I took Peter there yeah. actually, and it's because during COVID no one was open, but I, this one was open. I could bring groups of four, eight. Yeah, free golf. The guy contacts my contact right, mm. right without asking. And here's the worst part, Heather. I know you're gonna be with me on this. Yes, I'm with that. He, I look on Instagram, he, he went and never asked me that's, first. That's the thing. Never bad, right? Never asked you. That's very bad. See, tell Chris Spencer that. He's defending that, this no, guy. No, no, no. It's that's so very wrong. bad. Yes. And then when you complain, here's the worst part. You ever complain to them and they, then they make fun of you for complaining? 
Right. They turn it around and go, oh, you. Or, or it's like this, or the Fred Poacher is talking to you about something else, and then at the end of the conversation, when, you, when you're like, oh, you go, and they'll go, oh, my God, I forgot to tell you, totally random, like last minute, Friday night, <laughs> happened to like run into or text, and we all had dinner at Mastro's, but it was like super last minute, I just happened to be downtown in Beverly Hills. And I'm like, really on a Saturday night, like those reservations are just like easy to get. Yeah, yeah. I do get a little ping of like, why would you not at least give me the opportunity to turn you down? Now, do you think you know, when you have a hardcore poacher, as I do, I have a few. That life. was a big poach this guy did, yeah. Do you feel like now you are reluctant to include that person in like yeah. a killer fun night because you know that they're going to be all about like, uh, yeah, I'm having a rough golf. time inviting him to golf again. Yeah. Although he doesn't need me. He's like, he's all, he's all in on the golf course. He's, oh, he takes foursomes out and I'm not one of them. And he has all these excuses and stuff. It's a, it's amazing to me. I haven't it happened. sucks because it does kind of hurt your feelings. But you also, also it. when it, and then when it's somebody, you know, powerful, we have a common powerful person. In our in our lives, it gives okay. us great hang. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you don't have to whisper, Jeannie. So, but but, but I, she's not close to me. I mean, oh, she's, she's not nice to me when I see her. But I. Oh, I thought you. No, no, I don't have like her cell phone number. My oh, good friend. Wait a minute, did, did you get the Jeannie hang though? What do you mean? Like uh, when my like the backstage and all yeah, that. Sometimes, but I not directly. Mean sometimes. Through, How do you not get it? directly through her? You go through Linda or somebody? No, just other people invite me. And oh. then when she sees me, she's like a total okay. delight. All but right. I am not personally texting her, asking she's her She's got to be stuff. on your poach list for me. You, 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 <laughs> she's got to be at the top. I don't know, but maybe. But, you know, even when I saw her at Dr. Drew's with 60th me. birthday yes. with you. Yes. But I had met her many years before. Right. I was the one who told her to do Pretty Funny Women to get going on stand-up, which my friend who runs that, Lisa Sunset, for any right. female that is thinking about doing stand-up, it's a great program that she runs, and you meet other girlfriends, and it's very supportive. And Wait um, a minute. No, so the, pretty what's, Funny Women. So I, no, hold on. So I, 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 gotta put, so I, I meet Jeannie through okay. Lori right. Smith. Right. And, and you told her to do... So, and she said, I want to be a stand-up. This is like seven years ago. So what's ago. it called when you're taking credit for what I believe I'm the one that made it happen? But maybe you <laughs> what's made that it, called? Maybe you made it happen, but by going to Lisa Sunset's yeah. class... I'm semi-kidding, but we, we have she, to have a name for it, though. What's great about doing stand-up classes, whether you do that or something else, that's how I got my start, is it's a great, you know, um, yeah. for a procrastinator, you know that after six weeks... Tuesday at seven o'clock, mm -hmm. you have to do eight minutes, invite your friends and family, right. and it's just like a deadline for you. And so with, she did it. with Lisa's program, like she has those mm -hmm. points. People will check it out, flake, whatever, but like, you know, it's sort of an accountability. So, so anyway, my friend was very grateful that I sent her because she's like a delight. I great. know what I'm going to call it, credit taker. Okay. We have friend poachers. How about I'm credit taking? I'm not saying. Would you? Would you? I just. Gave I, her a I, class I, that's to the go third do. time today. I gotta go. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't think you are. Anyway, well, so, of course I am. I, I'm, I'm asking you to come up with the name I, with so me. I asked her at Dr. Drew's show. <laughs> yes. I said I would love for you to come on Juicy Scoop, and just kind of give your life story because I love giving getting people's like life stories. She's even, a great guest, even when they're reality show people with. And she was like, no. What? <laughs> really? That's not true. I swear to God. 
You got to be kidding. And I was like, can I get I did not. S- I didn't see that coming. like, no. And I, that, I, maybe she did not understand. Whoa, whoa. Or maybe she was afraid that I was poaching her from you. No. And she knows your history with it. No, no, not at all. Well, tell her she's a, welcome to come on Juicy Scoop. I will make that happen because that's that is the weirdest thing that you would maybe say. Maybe she that. didn't understand me. It maybe d- something maybe it in loud. translation here because okay. it was loud that night. Okay, it was very loud. I'm going to make excuses for it. There's no way I was thinking that she was on your show nine times after no. you asked her because actually there's an article written and that's that coming out in the New York night. Times about f- pretty funny women and Lisa Sunset just contacted me. Three days ago, out of the blue, and I was thinking about her as well yeah. because that's where she ended up going. And she did her material for, you know, a professional audience and all that. Uh, Jeannie Bust, the yeah. owner of the Lakers, you know. Yeah. She wanted to do this, you know, to help her get out of shells and, you know, just look at the levity of life and all yeah. that. Well, you'll ask her that when she's a podcast guest of yours. We'll see. One I mean, of my favorite guests. Four years. <laughs> that same party, I asked, what the fuck is the name of that the That was guy? four years ago? Maybe, maybe it was three. Yeah. Maybe three. Yeah. Um, no, it was, you know, it was like two because he's 62 now. And he's yeah. 62 yeah. Now. And I see you um, and Dr. Drew wait, are tight. Who is the guy? Oh, God. Did Talk Soup. From oh, John time. Henson? No. He Joel just moved McHale. in the name. Oh, Joel McHale. He was there Joel that night. Joel McHale was there. Yes. And I was like, will you come do my podcast? You know? And, what did he say? Um, he was like, like snarky about it, but gave me his number. And then when I reached out to him and was like, okay, let's get this on the books. And Mm -hmm. this is when I also would record on sunset at Wondery, like for my Hollywood people. Mm -hmm. Like I would like, I was driving an hour. Sure. Now I get, I get like, I've got like 10 requests a day to come on my show. And I'm like, it's Woodland Hills. And they're like, no problem. I'm coming from the OC. I'm like, because you got popular. Yeah. Now you are now that I'm like number six and seven, like, yeah, now you're, now you want to be on it. But anyway, don't you have a little spite and you say, no, you're not. But you know, some people, but you know, but I also say like, you got to bring the juice, you know, and you got to tell a juicy story. Otherwise, like no one cares, you know, about whatever your thing is. So, um, but he, he wrote, we went back and forth and he was like being a dick. Like he was like, wow. um, yeah, uh, he said something like, I'll do it in like 2023 or something. Oh man. And I just was like, all right. What's weird is he I would was like, go, never mind. He like, does everything. He would go yeah. to, he would go to opening of an envelope, but see, he's on every show. See, people were like, oh, who's this girl? Or she only interviews housewives and they didn't. Sometimes they're just like, oh, it's a Chelsea person, or they just don't they just don't get it. Yeah. But now that it's more popular now, I'm like, whatever. But that's always true, you know? And so that's why it's like when people do ask you to do something and you don't think it's worth your time, that's fine. But you should be nice about the rejection because you never know where well, that you, person's going to be. Well, you rejected me for a year. Five You're years. finally here after rejecting me for all this I time. I did not reject Peter did through oh, you. Whatever. <laughs> Peter says, takes all. I took him to a date to, a, I thought he was going to poach my friend Jeff. I took him to an amazing mansion. Did you hear about that night? Oh, first did, of all. Peter, I took him I to. Can I first say about the night you took him to the mansion? Okay. Why wouldn't you have wanted me to go as well? Like, what are you fucking P Diddy? And just like, it's like, just guys go like I, that. That just happened. P Diddy just had a party for some security guard, and Chloe's baddie, baby daddy Tristan was there. He got I love caught you know cheating all this. again. Yeah, and I'm like, who's having these parties where all these guys have either wives or baby mamas or serious girlfriends, and nobody invites their girlfriend? Oh, like, I didn't know that. What is this? So. 
Peter's like, yeah, this is, you know, I go, I, this is so weird that he was my like, plus one. Could you have been my plus one? Well, since he's not jealous, you, don't you could you have could, been my plus one. You don't think you could have taken both no, of us? No, absolutely but not. But don't you think I would have been well received? No, you, if you were my plus one. Like, I, I'm just like, how do you? I'm asking you this. I, if, can you be my you plus one next plus time? Two and no, one no I'm shit. asking you, can you be my plus one? No, you're wrong about that in this case. Absolutely wrong. There was no plus twos. And well, would, what would you have done? We don't know each other. I know your husband a hundred times more than you do. What would you do if I did ask no, I you that want, night? I wouldn't want to go without Peter. I just thought it oh, was there you weird go. that when you t- described the party and told me the kind of people that were there, I'm like, there's no way that if oh. I arrived that people would be like, what's that no, guy doing there? No, In the normal parties that he has, I could have gotten away with it because they're gigantic. And, you know, you've heard about that. Tom Jones, the Beach Boys. Bobby Brown all sing together. It's crazy. These jams that he has. Crazy place. I will take you there. So you won't, will you go with just me and no Peter and no my wife? No. Those, let Peter and my wife go hang out and be jealous no, together. That's we'll weird. finally make them jealous. No, I, we, I'd have to go with my husband. Damn it. Just in case it isn't as fun as you say, and then I can like leave. <laughs> no, we go in the same car, damn it. So you have a special... This is the only time I ever read anything. It says, I don't mean to brag. That was TV. My fr- no, that was my first special. Um, oh, this is kind okay. of an old, um, whatever these notes are. Um, no, but I had a second special, which is on Amazon Prime, which we filmed and produced ourselves that came out about a year. Well, when did it come out? I don't even know. It's very hard to figure out. It came out during COVID, so I don't even know what. Yeah, that's like a year was. lost. And we can't figure anything like, out I from that like, year. When was summer? Yeah, and exactly. You're like, it's like your your whole life is now going to be like what was COVID, post COVID. Yeah, like, what were they doing last summer? Yeah. Is the weirdest summer? Yes, um, exactly. But anyway, it's available available on Amazon Prime, and that is my second special, which is just called Juicy Scoop, and my first one. Is I don't mean to brag, but honestly, I don't know if it's available. You could probably watch it free on YouTube. Okay, really so so that. when you did your own special, you did you like bring in a director? You brought yeah, in everything. It was a horrible experience. Really, <laughs> I was ready. To, I was ready to. Because I, I was ready to jot. I was going to director poke. No, this is what it is. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Leading up to it, it was a lot of arguing with my husband. Really? Yes, about it. And he was the producer. He was a producer, and we were being. We had some issues going on. We had like a legal thing happening, which then we won. But it was like, I think we were just stressed about like even hiring this production company. Like, could they, you know, come after us mm-hmm. somehow? So that part of it. And so then when we did it, I wanted to do it. And I wa- and I, I was like, let me just fall through. I didn't even have him come. I had no friends come. I was like, <laughs> let me just freaking do this. Right. I, these jokes are Where really was good. Where was it? Irvine Improv. Oh, the jokes were really good, and I knew I had it was time to retire them. I didn't want to be that woman like talking about their kid, and then you see the kid who's outside who's six four. It's like okay, <laughs> you just talked about him being the second grade. You fucking loser! Like, like you know, like have new jokes. So, I so I was glad I did it, and I was happy with it in the end. But um, now I don't I don't know. Like someone would have to come to me and make it real easy for me to do it. Right. I, I I'd have to pay like you. You I, paid for this, I've right? I've written two books. Did you pay it? You yeah. paid for it? I, I've written two books. I don't need to do a third. Right. I've written done two specials. I don't need to do a third unless it's going to be like a game changer in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. Well, Juicy Scoop is on fire. That, like ego. But You're on fire with the Juicy of, Scoop. Speaking of ego, I had Joe Coy on. He's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And... um. 
I mean, I love him, but you know, he's he's a little braggy. And I is he getting there? Is he? Is it, did that, did that happen? Well, I mean, because he, he exploded. Has a lot to brag about. He I know, exploded. but yeah, but he's who like cares? Like arenas. But anyway, so we were talking about his special. Uh huh. And he talked about how the first special he did, Netflix said no. This is like five years ago. And no, no. And he was so determined, which is a really inspiring story, mm-hmm. that he was like, I'm going to do it myself. And my manager and I are like, going to put up the money. And, but it's going to look amazing. It's going to look. And when I did mine, I want to say that I, we made sure that. You know, the production company that I'd done had done Netflix special. I yeah. knew that it was the right cameras and everything. It was appropriate purchase for Netflix if yeah. they wanted to buy it. So, um, but anyway, they didn't. Um, so, which is fine, you know, whatever. The reasons were the reasons. Tough sale, yeah. So anyway. Um, so Joe Coy so comes Joe on Coy, your show. And, and so he comes on the podcast and he goes, he goes, you know, I mean, I wasn't going to do it at the, you know, fucking, and he's thinking... And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, say it, say the Irvine Improv, fucking say it, say it. And he's like, the, you know, fucking Irvine Improv. And I'm like, yeah, that's where I did mine. And paid for the entire amount myself. And um, so he's like, oh, Heather. And I was like, oh. the Ken Jong did his in an even smaller place. You know. He did his at the Ice House. Whatever people want. Like, you know, some I, I people think are like all about it. I mean, at one point, I was like, you know, one of my dreams is to have a billboard. I always thought I'd have a billboard. It used to be on a bus. Now I'm like, I'd like to be on a billboard. On Sunset Boulevard. On Sunset Boulevard. Right. And I remember Kathy Griffin admitted to paying for her own billboard for her first special. Mm. And I was like. That's expensive. That's that expensive. billboard. It's like at least. Well, Sunset's probably like a hundred thousand a month or something, or at least fifty. I think the cheapest one, even like on Ventura, would be like twenty. There was a, there a was month. a there was a comedian James Stevens the third. Do you remember him? James no. Stevens the third had a sugar mama. Oh, bought him a billboard like an on, Angeline on Sunset. Oh my! God. She bought him the billboard. It's it was like everybody's going, who the hell's this guy? So <laughs> I thought about it for like a second because yeah. I'm like. At least now, it's like I could, like, literally make fun of it, like, eat eat a Chinese chicken salad next to it every day, like, you know, do some stuff with social media. Sure. And, and in fact, people would see it, you know? And I'm like, do I do it, like, in my neighborhood where I grew up, which is where I live now in Woodland Hills, or do I, if I'm going to go for it, shouldn't I go for it? Like, and I remember one of my one of my good friends, Guy Branham, he had a show that was, like, on, like, a smaller network. I don't even know if it exists. It was called the Game Show Talk Show or something. And they put his entire face on the wall, like, like, in, yeah. like near between the comedy store and that hotel. I know exactly what you wall. mean, that gigantic wall. And I was just like, do you, like, did you go there every day for 30 days? Yeah. Like, what, I mean, what What are you supposed to do about, like, like, what? And then all of a sudden I was like, nah, who mm. cares? Like, I don't need to do it. Like, it's I was it's so like, funny you should say that because yeah. it, it, it's so fleeting. That's what I'm saying. It's though. so fleeting. I remember I was a guy in my acting class. Yeah. Had, was on a billboard on Sunset. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. I was first out here. I'm like, oh, my God. You wouldn't know him in a lineup today. And yeah. I'm not exaggerating. Probably homeless. Yeah. Honest to God. I mean, that's how fleeting. Well, here, look up here. That's New York Times, 10 photographs. It's now, yeah. 
It's now sepia. It looks like uh, it looks like it looks like it's oh, a civil war. To watch. Civil war. It's all about me. New York Times, the cover, yeah. three, three pages, ten photographs. It's so fleeting. It means nothing. That's the right. whole thing. Is like you get there, and then there's another there, and another there. <laughs> yeah. Do so you I ha- don't regret that at all. Do you have Do you have a Do you have a there for you, or are you just happy with in the moment? I think it, this is it. Yeah. I'm ready to die tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've done Craig Shoemaker's Enlightened Up podcast, I'm ready to die tomorrow. You know what's just interesting? Because I, I was interviewing Spencer Pratt, and he was on the hills, and yeah. he's like, but he's so hilarious, and he's like so honest about being a thirsty, fame-hungry person, but he's also a great producer, like mm-hmm. coming up with show ideas and stuff. And he's like, this is why I should be a millionaire today or billionaire today. And and he's like, I want that private jet. And I go, I, I don't know if I want that private jet. And he's like, what do you mean? I go, I mean, it would be nice to like fly private if I had to or like get to a place where like, yes, I can spend that. I never want to own my own jet. I never want to own my own boat. I'm just like, I just like when my friends that have like bigger houses, it's like a pain in the ass. Right. Like I'm like, I literally cleaned out one bra drawer during COVID. That's it. That was my level. You say a bra of, like, drawer? A bra drawer. What? It, I, I never even it. heard of a bra drawer. It's just my bras and I organized it. And that was the extent of like cleaning out shit. So my point is like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I want. I'm yeah. very, very happy like touching the lives that I'm touching with yeah. the podcast and the amount of response. You I seem get like and you do, you seem like you're in a pocket right now yeah, of happiness. Like, you got your kids. Show, get a talk show. I'm like, hey, now you're in the country somebody, club. You're going to your yeah. wine thing that you got to rush if to. If somebody wants to come <laughs> and give me one, I would love to be on a larger platform, but I think I'm beyond like doing all the sh- pitching the shows. Going meeting these people and putting on eyelashes and wasting a day driving down there and pitching some dumb show to some cable network that now really probably will never get made. But even if it got made, it would take up a lot of time and actually not pay me that much. That's kind of where I am yeah. now where it's like, and that's really freeing, not caring. What is your, it. what is your take with juicy scoop is your take? I'm going to make fun of people or do you have reverence for the people? It's basically, you know, well, what's really nice is people are like, I love it because you're not mean. Right. Like I'll be like, you know, what's really fun. Oh, I can imitate them. But I don't imitate like this loser or anything. I'll just imitate like what they said on the show or the character, like, or if it's a J Lo and a Ben Affleck way, I go that they're dating again. I'll just like you know make jokes they about are? like yeah they're dating again. What? Yes, they're dating again. Oh, see, it's I totally have to go on. to you for all this. I'm so missing this. I will this. like talk about like here's some tips for J Lo. Don't make Ben Affleck start dressing like you. That is like the fucking kiss of death. Like remember right. when she slicked back to hair and they're driving Rolls Royces everywhere. And then all his Boston friends were like, Oh, she's cutting off your ballsack. Like, like just forget it. Like just let him smoke and let him be Ben Affleck and you be JLo and don't do any movies together. Don't do any products together. Like just let it be. Right. Right. And so like, I just kind of talk about it like that. I yeah, don't you really tease like, it's not that. mean. It's like it's, one of your friends. You're really like teasing your friends. Like I just take topics and I, or, you know, if it's a reality show and I relate it to like, a normal life or a normal marriage or whatever. And then like, I love a juicy crime. And then I'll be like, this is what I think happened. This is what I think happened with Scott Peterson. Oh, okay. And so sometimes I get into that 
Um, do you have any, do you watch these Making a Murderer and all, all those? All that stuff I Me loved. too. Murder on Middle it. Beach. Did you do oh, that yeah, one? I loved that. Oh, me too. What do you think happened in that one? Oh, that, oh these are all, the, these are all tough. In the, my dad, the husband did it. Oh, the yeah. The husband for sure. He hired a hitman to do it. Yes. yes. Hired a hitman. That's exactly what I think. Yeah. What about Making a Murderer? Who's, who's, who's guilty on that one? That's. That one I can't get enough oh, of. Oh, that was about On the Netflix. guy and then and this, the, his the nephew, dumb nephew. The dumb nephew. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he definitely was. I definitely think. He, 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 you think he's the killer? I do. Do you really? Yeah. What about the kid? No, I think the kid was like, I think the kid was definitely manipulated and was dumb. I do think there's like dumb people. Like there was this other one called, um, it was a Dateline. It's my favorite one. It was Murder at Silver Lake. And it was about these these group of like thirty something blue collar like hot people that lived around this like man made lake I don't know near like Bakersfield or something, and they were swingers. She worked at Costco. It had everything I love. <laughs> she started fucking the fireman that the young fireman, the rookie that had to go pick up all the snacks from Costco. Yeah, so he'd see her there every yeah. time on snack day, like when he had to fill up the firehouse. So they started boning, and then he killed her husband. And her whole thing was like, I didn't know. But then they they built this case for like two years. And I, I knew her defense attorney was my sister's friend. I brought her in. And then I had her like uncle calling me and telling me. And what I realized is that she was like probably had a very low IQ. But she was blonde and she was pretty. She didn't finish high school. She got married out of high school, had kids right away. So like she could... She could take care of kids and, like, clean a house. But she was probably, like, if they had given her an IQ test, I, I really think she would have been, like, borderline, like, really low. Well, the looks and is so, what appealed to the people that put it up, though. That's, you know, that's, they always go for a, a good-looking the, the, good like, white woman. The story, yeah. yeah they, they, then, they picked them. That's why we know who Lacey Peterson is. Oh, yeah. We know, we know all their names, John JonBenet Ramsey. Right. It just goes on and on and on. But you never see Lucretia from Compton. Yeah, it's, unfortunately, it's, they, you don't. Right, yeah. because they they want to appeal to the white people that watch the show. Well, when you watch that, you when you see a couple like, you know, they were in Texas and they were rich, and she was a he was a dentist, and she started screwing the pastor. You're like, oh, I have a pretty good life, and if I take a wrong turn, this could happen to me. So it's like the relatable kind of stuff. It's not like, you know, these gang members killed this person. Like. You're just like, no, I want to know that someone screwed their life. When we're off the air. That's, that's where he's. <laughs> your husband's outside. He's, he's jealous. He set the alarm. He's jealous Everybody, that we're in we here. We have a prepaid. Um, oh, it's prepaid. Of course. Oh, no wonder Peter's. Oh, we can't be late. He's got a fire under him. Oh, my God. I and have nothing like a wine pairing dinner at the. Oh, um, my God. At the country club. country club. Oh, yes. You guys and are country clubbers. I've got my clubbers. son. I birthed an in-house Uber driver. That's awesome. So he's going to. He's here with us now. And then he's going to drive us to the country club. And then he's He's going to play golf by himself oh. and then drive us home. Oh, after. that's like a dream. Everything's perfect on that. On, yeah, see, you don't need any private jets. You got a, a kid see, Uber. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you were here. I will tell you off the air, I actually have a murder mystery unfolding. Me and my friend are on the phone with one another constantly. We think that we're on to one. You ever have that happen? Oh, one, I'll tell like you off the air. Within your circle? Within my circle. Yeah, we think that okay. with their. Yes. Oh. We're freaking out. We can't stop. It's okay. like another sign, another sign. It is crazy how okay, this is unfolding. Do tell. Oh, I'm going to tell you off the air because and I don't. And then when you can tell it, I don't want you're the murderer. Tell it to me on juicy. I don't, I don't want the murderer to hear me. Okay. To know that. 
You're on to him. I'm on. I'm I'm on to it. Yes, absolutely. But uh, what a pleasure having you here. I I can't wait to do Juicy Scoop again. By the way, I friend poached the other day on you. I have to admit it. Who? Which one? No, I didn't friend poach. Uh, Tori Spelling. Oh, okay. I went to the fireworks with Tori Spelling. Oh, fine. Yes, she told me that she does your show. Yes, yes. So I can't wait to come back on there. And my new She's buddy, adorable. Chris Franjol, I love him too. Yeah. And love you and love your husband even more. Anyway, so I had to go through her husband to book her on the show. But I'm going to call you from now on when I go to the mansion. All right? All right, but I still want to bring the husband. No, no, right. no, that's part of the thing. Can you I know, at least make bring pe- my son Drake? No, make people talk. <laughs> I took, you know, I took there, and she mentioned on Mark Marin, Katie Seagal. I took her there without her husband. Oh, okay. So there you go. So it's been done before. Her husband's hot. Her Katie Seagal's husband. You think he's hot? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell her. All All right. right. Do you have you had her on your juicy scoop? No, get her on my juicy scoop. I'd love to have. her I think that's my way in. I think it's my only way back. I've only been on once. She has a killer life story. Like I love her life story, so I'd love to get her on. Yes, and her dad and everything. Yes, a lot of stuff there. Anyway. Heather, thank you. Why don't you do another one of these? All okay. right. Uh, I'd love to, because I was rushed. Okay. I sure. was rushed by Peter. He's pounding on the door out here. I get to the wine tasting. Anyway, thank you. How do we find you on Instagram? As if you need any Heather more followers. Heather McDonald, M little C Donald. So Heather McDonald. You got your name. You don't have and to do official. My website and- is heathermcdonald.net. Oh, man. You find everything there. Go see Heather. She's one of the best comedians out there. She's killing it. Listen to her podcast, one of the most popular podcasts. Tell me the number, so I'm jealous. Go ahead. How many people download? Oh, like I heard a number. Average? I heard a number. I heard I a number. Know. I don't want to say that. Who cares? It might change tomorrow. Oh, I care. I'll I, tell you off record. I'm all right, not I want to be. I want to be motivated. Okay, I'm not saying that here. Yes, okay. you are. All right, anyway, my by the way, my friend, the murder mystery person. Yeah. She's your biggest fan. Oh, awesome. Big, big fan. And you're going to friend poach her. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, she's awesome. Anyway, uh, that's right, Jen. This goes out to you. This is your show. I had Heather on just for you. All right, Jen? She's probably laughing and smiling right now because I had Heather McDonald on here. So everybody, please listen to this. Let's move away from the darkness out there. There's plenty of it. There's plenty of angry people. They're frustrated because they really don't know where their lives are going, and they empower other people to dictate their lives. Don't do that. Take control of your own life. Really master your own destiny, and that is through laughter and fun and having a great time. That's what Heather's podcast is about. I implore you to listen to hers. Obviously, watch mine, listen to mine, YouTube. It's on all the places you can get it. Give it a good rating, pass the word around, all that. Just remember these words, though, to take you through your day. Enlighten the fuck up, will you? See you next time.